you need to stay home, but you don't need to feel alone during this COVID-19 pandemic. Are you feeling uncertain about the future? Are you worried about job loss? Are the kids driving you nuts? Or are you feeling just completely alone? Most of us are feeling major stress and anxiety, and Inuka's supportive wellness experts are here for you right now. Inuka Wellness app is a digital mental health app that is available on your phone anytime and anywhere. Simply download Inuka Wellness app on Google Play Store for Android and connect with a real caring coach. And this coach is trained in COVID-19 and mental health support. So go on and make a real connection. Hashtag connect for real. You can find them at www.inuka.io or on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Inuka. Now let me add this. Inuka Wellness is anonymous. It's affordable and it's accessible for everyone. Living Truthfully and Inuka have come together to give you some mental health support. And so if you download the app, put the code LT2020 and we'll give you up to four free sessions, completely free. The code is LT2020 and you get some mental health support for free. Go on, download the app and let's get well together. Good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to Living Truthfully COVID-19 edition. COVID, uh, why is it called COVID-19? Why is it not COVID-20? I mean, it's the year 2020, right? That's when, or did it start in, in the year 2019? Maybe that's it. If you are cleverer than me and you know why it's called COVID-19, please tell me. In the meantime, I have one of my most woke friends on the line. His name is Tony Ndongo. You, you have heard him in a previous uh, episode. We had actually started a conversation when I realized I hadn't hit record. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm learning. And so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tony, because you had said some really interesting things. So just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Tony. Tony, are you there? Yeah, yeah, what's up, bro? What's up? How you doing, <laughs> you man? just made me speak for 20 minutes and you didn't record. It wasn't 20 minutes. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. It's, not, it's not like 20 minutes, bro. Yeah, because you say such amazing things. And I, I like the conversation we're having, and, and I'm going to pick up part of it. And you were saying, you know, just people are finding out about who they are in this time, you know, who they are in their relationships with other people, who they are in their level of compassion and who they are in their relationships to themselves. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, that, okay, so let me put it this way. Yeah. Um, it, 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 anytime there's a crisis, mm-hmm. so COVID-19, which by the way is called COVID-19 because it started in, in 2019, it actually started in 2020. Okay. And June 2019 for for actual purposes. And what the coronavirus has done, and what the, all of these things have done, is uh, they've they've torn up our social structures. And for a lot of people, 
we build ourselves and our personalities around social structures. You know, where the first thing you ask somebody when you meet them after what is your name is, what do you do? Yeah. And usually that, you know, that's what work you do. And then somewhere in there, their hobbies, somewhere in there, their colors, somewhere in there, their, you know, where do you come from? Who are your people? Whatever. What do you like doing? That kind of thing. Yeah. Those are all social things. Uh, what COVID-19 has done is it's, um, it's broken up all that stuff. And now you get to know what the relationships are like with your government, first of all. Now you get to know who the government you have really is. And if you've been paying attention to the TV last couple of days, you can see this is definitely not a government for the poor and the middle class. This is a government for elite. Uh, because, of course, I'm going to be home by 7 o'clock. Um, I, am, I have a house to be in. Uh, I've got water, power, internet. Uh, it, whether I earn 50,000 shillings a month or 250,000 or 2 million a month, I am one of the elite because I can be home before 7. But a lot of 40% of the country that cannot survive without a hand-to-mouth situation, if they don't have food daily, uh, these folks, and they don't have cars and motorbikes and whatever to ride home, these guys are walking home, and the average walking time is one and a half hours. So uh, if I leave my work, place of work, with an intention of taking a matatu, which has moved from carrying 15 people, for example, to eight people, that means there needs to be twice the number of the matatus and it's going to take me, or it's going to take me uh, twice to three times as long to get home. So, and then when I'm late, I get pummeled by a police officer uh, and that is how it's supposed to stop my infection rates for COVID. And you get to see the relationship we have with our government. The next thing you get to see is the relationship we have with, corporate, with our bosses, with our employers, whoever they are. And then you get to know Am I here because you care about me and my progression? Or am I here uh, only for the company? And you get to know that very instinctively. You get to see it immediately. It's in front of your face. You're not working for me, so either we're paying you nothing or we're paying you half price or we're cutting um, expenses from you or whatever it is that that is. Yeah. Then you also get to see the relationship you have with your school in terms of your children. How are they learning? Yeah. Has the school come up with a plan or do they not have one? Most important parts of our relationships are the ones that you have with the partner that you're with, the person you say I'm in a relationship with, your loved ones, that's what it really gets redefined when you're confined in a small space. Really gets redefined, extremely redefined, especially if you're living in a flat where you can't open the door and come out because there's another house opposite you and you're trying to self-isolate from that as well. Mm. Uh, but also when you're living with uh, a family member, a relationship that is strained, whether it's a parent or uh, a brother, sister, or a spouse or children, I think by far the most important relationship that comes out when it becomes a relationship you have with yourself. Who are you when there's nobody else? When it's you being forced to be home from seven to five for the next 14, 21, six months. Who are you when it's just you? And a lot of people don't know who they are. Because outside of all these social functions, even social media has its limits. I can post as many photographs as I like of myself with or without clothes, but at the end of the day, there's that skin there's that human interaction. There's that person paying attention when I'm there, when I'm not there. There are those emotions that filters still cannot serve. And so this has been a really serious train wreck from the side in the dark for a lot of people. And it's interesting to watch. It's in many ways discouraging, but in some ways very enlightening. And it's uh, either you come out of this way better or you come out of this stagnant and stale. Uh, best case, if you're in the stagnant and stale phase, you know you need to fix your life it's broke, if it's broken. But if you come out of this doing well, then you know you've always been doing the right thing. You know, the most profound thing you've said there is the relationship I have with myself. Because me, I've been saying I'm not in a relationship. 
<laughs> Bro, come on now. You know you've been in a relationship with yourself forever. It's just you've always, your relationship with yourself has always been about ignoring you and accepting other people. Yeah, so this is a bit of a problem because now, you know, uh, me in the relationship is demanding attention and me, you know, we don't know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, I, and, and I've been busy the last couple of weeks because I work, as you know, I do, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, run an ed tech company. And yeah. um, when when this crisis hit, the first thing we had to do was reduce our development time from six months to six weeks. So that means raising a lot of money, being able to get developers. Currently, we have some in Ukraine, in Russia, in the US, and here in Kenya and in Pakistan. And I'm always on Skype calls, Zoom calls, um, Slack and all of that. And the thing I've learned is uh, a lot of people around the world have uh, especially people in technology I cannot speak for any other industry because that's the one I know mm. um, have normalized working digitally and they have become comfortable with it and it's easy you plan your timetable you get to engage with people and coronavirus honestly speaking was a blip professionally it is not something that I I can get up and say oh this was devastating it, it was devastating in human um, and social standards for sure I mean looking around the world this is crazy but professionally if anything, this just improved the odds of the tech space. And I've been saying this to people for a very long time. Uh, platforms, it's all about platforms. Right now, platforms are everything. Zoom is worth more than every airline in the world combined. Right now. All of them. Exactly. Right now, all of them. It's worth more than all of them. Why is this? Why? I mean, planes are worth $300 million. Why? Well, because plane companies cannot last more than 60 days without immediate funding mm. these guys have been making billions of dollars in profits but then they're buying they're buying back their stocks from from their owners uh, but plane companies even virgin which we've always been looking at uh, richard branson thinking this man is the dawn has 30 days to live at which point they will need a bailout uh, whereas a tech company i mean if we move they, if they move from having 20 million people using zoom today to having 200,000 people using zoom tomorrow the infrastructure is the same. They may reduce their server space and whatever, but there's no real damage to them. And that's the thing that I keep talking about. You don't have to have a 2 million, 3 million people using the platform. You can build a jewelry store that allows you to sell stuff off Instagram. If you make two, three customer sales and make 30,000 shillings a month, you're surviving. But again, this is still very elitist because... There's a whole process for everybody who can be able to use that. Uh, but for, you know, my guy, Ombo, who does my woodwork, who I still have to give a job on the side for the help that are around the country. For majority of the people who do blue-collar jobs that sustain our economy, this is an unrealistic thing unless middle-class folk stop working in banks and insurance companies, build platforms, and start getting people who do these artisan jobs to put their stuff on there, and then they can be able to ship them. But the long and short of it is, we need to build an infrastructure and a society that works for everybody. And it takes a lot of middle classes who are able to bridge the gap between what is in the world and what is on the ground. Because you're not going to get a guy who comes out of Juakali sector to come and spin this wheel. It's not possible. At the same time, the rich and the elite are not going to spend their time trying to fix this problem. It's middle class Kenya. And it's not a very big middle class. And if folk don't take the risk, something like coronavirus will come and you'll smash us upside the head in a way nobody has ever seen. Now people are stuck at home. And if this happens for another two, three weeks... Ah, it's going to get tough for everybody. It's already tough for many people. <clears throat> I mean, oh, even just it's, it's, the idea of what to do. I was talking to one of my boys 
who is in market research and 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 I was asking him you know just how are you staying relevant in this time and the guys like I don't know I don't know that's the story of everyone you know what I mean I mean I tell you if you think it's tough now wait for one week yeah if you think it's tough now wait a week and then if you think it's tough then wait another week you get to understand how fragile first of all human bodies are second human minds are and third human wallets are and and if you look at countries i mean people wuhan if you look at any of the documentaries in wuhan i'm not obviously i'm not into panicking anyone i mean please don't be scared just plan but if you look at it uh, you have to think through long term you can't think short term and the problem with our, our current lifestyle is everybody's very short term uh, a very good way to look at that is see how people are shopped for their houses yeah um if you if you've got dry foods and you focus focus on being Mm-hmm. Uh, and things like that those kind of long term food then yeah. yes that's how you think long term yeah. if you've got frozen food that's okay as well that's long term mm-hmm. if you've got canned food now you are the don because that's very very long term mm-hmm. but if you look i'm sure there's a lot of ungas in houses there's a lot of jogos and unga wanganos and all of that and that's great that's nice i'm not hating mm-hmm. uh, the problem is that is uh, it can overlap it's got deadlines it's easy to make obviously and you eat ugali and chapatis and all of that that'll take you the first two three weeks which is fine mm-hmm. but canned food can take you three months so it's about thinking in that in that way but to do that you have to be able to have a repository of money that you can push out in yeah and because canned foods are more expensive because they're of the of value course. addition that has happened already to make them canned there you go <laughs> so now when you think that way that means that you have at least three or four months deep de- pocket how many people have that especially without a job not me. and then to your issue of relevance uh, so if in 2 3 months you're going back to your company and you know you're you're trying to figure out okay so now what what am I who I was before what's the opportunity what am I doing i've been home 2 months can i can i still do this job mm. if i'm a pilot and i've not been flying for 3 or 4 months what happens if i'm a banker what you know if i'm a doctor i'm a medic if i'm in the architectural space if i'm in social marketers uh, if i'm a freelancer if i'm an entertainer look at the way in an instant entertainment jobs have been completely destroyed yeah, completely i could be the most popular singer but if i'm not performing and my digital records are not selling and i don't have something on the firecom yep. i'm in real trouble real real trouble everybody can know king kak and all his fantastic music and i love his music and i'm always fascinated i'm trying to get him on my podcast Oh, okay. but at the end okay. of the day what's the business oh yeah but they just pick me up that guy like okay. but that's you know that's what's the business what's the business case and that's why I keep saying um when when I was interviewing people over here Joram was here recently on Ask a podcast I'm putting that up tonight when I'm oh, talking to I'm people calling him tomorrow morning is that a lovely yeah, I love him. but when I'm talking to these people I was like when you're thinking about your business oh. what's the long play when plan A plan B and plan C fail and a lot of people don't have a plan A, plan B and a plan C backup. They only have the plan they have. And that's crazy, my friend. And this is an example of why that's crazy. You're not even doing it because of coronavirus. Do it because for example your company shuts down. Do it for example you get into a car accident and unfortunately you lose your legs or you go blind. Do it if your uh, significant other who's a breadwinner passes away or leaves you. Do it because you need a plan B. Don't just do it because Tony said so because Amani said so. Do it because you need a plan because something like this can happen. And if you don't have a plan, uh it's tricky. Just plan. That's all you need. You don't panic. But bro, plan. You know, pl- planning, planning is also a luxury. 
No, it's not real. Let me tell you, it's for for it 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 is privilege because the guy who's on a daily economy, how does he plan? How does he plan? I have done that with again. I'm gonna talk about my wood guy, Umbo. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm into carpentry. I do woodwork. Okay. This guy yeah, no, is better than me. Yeah, you see. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing it with him, we used to talk. We talk about some of these things. So we're like, okay, Sal. So you know, he keeps telling me, tell me about these financial things that you talk about. Mm-hmm. I know a financial guru like Rina Karina is, but then she's taught me a few. She coached me for a couple of months. Yeah. So. What I say is this, okay, whenever somebody is paying you for a job, what do you do with your money? Oh, I pay my immediate bills. Okay, what's your first bill? Rent, because I don't want to live outside. Okay, so that's cool. What's your second bill? And he comes up with something. Everything he came up with was crucial. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, so at the end of the day, if you get 2000 it's gone. He said, yes. All right, so what happens if you get sick? He says, ah, and I start calling people for support. I'm like, cool, that's fine. Okay, so who is the first person you call for support? So he gave me a name. I said, next time you get 2,000 shillings, send that person 100 bob. He said, oh, but why, why would that, because that person is not, is not poor. Why would that person want 100 bob? And I just give it to him. I just give it to her. And what's going to happen is, she's, as you give her more money, because she gives you money to help you anyway, when she sees you're putting four, five, six thousand shillings over a period of a month or two, when you ask her for money, chances are you're going to get, instead of just six, 12,000. Those are the kind of things. So what happened was this guy, one boy, my wood guy, he's got a nine-year-old daughter, gets very, very sick with pneumonia. This is like three weeks ago. And those are this boy, this boy, he does exactly that. He's been sending this person, he'd send them a total of 3,800. He told this person, this is what happened to my kid. Please send me the 3,800 back. This is not a problem for this person. There's no interest rate charged. Yeah. So the person did send them 3,800. They just added 10,000 on top. So it became 13,800. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has this, but then... Yeah, I know because Mbua if Mbua sent me 3,800, I'd pay for my internet. And when he needs it back, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> let me Google, let me Google, who, let me Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send it to somebody who's, who's worth, the person who he's sending it to makes like half a million a month. So 3,800 is not a challenge. But my point is, uh, put it in, whether it's a Sako or a Chama or somewhere, yeah. you can be able to turn around and get these savings. And we've done very well with Sakos. And it's not difficult to plan like that. It's not difficult to put yourself in a safer financial space. Safe financial spaces were not created for the rich, they were created for planners. If you can plan something small, do it. It's funny because because of this situation, it even reinforced his payment plan more. So not only is he going to be able to pay back the 10, he's now said 25% of everything he makes is sending to her with his eyes closed. Because if it's, in case something happens to him, there's a plan. It's called insurance. All I'm saying is have a plan. Doesn't even have to be a good plan. Sometimes. Just have a plan. Show your dedication to your plan. That's it. Okay, I hate you. Bye. Say that again? I said I hate you. Bye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's... Oh yeah, I you know. So now, what happens to people like me? I have no plan. All my work is event based. It's gone. <clears throat> um, the podcast is a good is a good opportunity to earn some money, and I'm hoping that we get to earn some money on the on the podcast. Uh, keeps me relevant, but uh, yeah, M- my plan is uh, to stay alive and hopefully sin. That's my plan. I think this is the best opportunity for you mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. 
This is not just. And I'm looking for, for inspiration, bro. I'm looking for inspiration because this is how we give, <laughs> give it a give it a big ending. Huh? <laughs> give it a big ending. Give it a big. If you've ever had an opportunity, mm. if you've ever had an opportunity to come up with what your plan is, now is the time. Yeah. It's quiet. Mm. Listen. Just listen to that. It's quiet. The whole world is quiet. You can get up in the middle of the night in your journey, make some tea for yourself, sit with a notebook and a pen in this global silence. You don't have to think about who's working and doing better than you. You don't have to think who's got more than you. You don't have to think who's succeeding over you, who's climbing over your shoulders. You don't have to have the RMS syndrome, the running man syndrome. Everyone has stopped. Well, except Belarus, but that's beside the point. But everyone has stopped. This virus that is so small it cannot be seen with the naked eye has stopped everybody in their tracks. This is your chance to sit down with a pen and paper and write who you want to be and figure out how you want to make it happen. Let me make it very practical for your money. Okay. I know you well. Mm-hmm. Your range of talents exceeds a podcast. Yeah. It exceeds interacting with people one-on-one. Mm. You're a very good conversationalist. And right now in this country, there are a lot of people who are in their houses by themselves, extremely lonely. So tell them this on your podcast. Tell them, hi, my name is Amani, and I will charge you 200 bob to listen to you and talk to you for half an hour. That in itself is a mental health savior for so many people right now because there are so many people, young, old, men, women, who are at home on their own all night. People who are used to going to the clubs and drowning themselves in alcohol for some reason or the other. People who always want to dance their issues away. People who are always escaping because that's what our society does when you're in trouble, you escape. These people are facing themselves and they have no one to talk to. So not only can you do that, everyone can do that. In fact, you can even build a website. And on that website, you say, we'll do a Zoom call. Uh, You put 200 bob, you get 200 bob out. And we talk for half an hour. And if you want to talk for another half an hour, it's 100 bob. Just pay me three talk. What makes you think that won't pick? We are always on Twitter. We are always on Instagram. We are always on, uh, on WhatsApp. We are always on Facebook. We are always on Skype. We are always on Zoom. We are always on these things. What are we looking for? Connection. So give it to people and just ask them to give you something in return. All right, guys, you've heard that's a business model from midday tomorrow. Uh, what Tony said. I'm, I'm going to have a plan. I kid you not. You guys are going to pay. But you know, Tony, I've been meaning to charge guys for talking to me. Do you know how many guys talk to me, Bana? Dude, if you had, if this personal, if you had a thousand bob for every one hour conversation you had with somebody that left them inspired, just a thousand bob. From the people I know, you'd be pushing a million already. It's true. It's not even Just a joke. thousand bob. Now, so it's, it's again, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be clear. I, I'm giving advice from a point of privilege and I'm, give, and I'm giving advice from a point of, of experience. So I'm obviously not speaking to everyone mm. and I'm obviously not going to be able to be related to by everyone. But that's not my intention. Not everybody likes rice. Yeah. That's fine. 
right to be eaten by those who like, those who do not, it's okay. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying though is opportunity comes to everybody. Everybody. Yeah, Life, whether you believe in God or not, universe or not, it's statistically proven that everybody is going to see color yellow at one point in their life. Yeah. Unless you're colorblind, you're stuck, but that's the point. Most people who are going to listen to this have an opportunity to do something amazing in this time. We have anything from two more months to six more months at home. Anything. Coronavirus could pass over us. Coronavirus could hit us harder than it hit the U.S. and Italy. We don't know. What we do know, though, is the things you can control. I can control what I can do with my time. I can control what I can do with my creativity. And I can control what I do with my money. I have those three things. Time, mind, money. I'm not even a motivational type person, but I'm telling you these are the facts. So do something with them. Stop fussing. Stop giving yourself bad excuses. Just do something. If you fail, you tried. But you will fail 100% of the shots you don't take. So take the shot. Wow. You don't even have to say anything else. That's it, man. Take the shot. And I'm late for a Zoom call that started five minutes ago. I'm going to leave you, bro. <sighs> Thank you so much mm. for your time, man. Yes, man. You have a good man. night and take You're care of yourself. Be I safe. Love you. Thank you. And thank you for calling to check on me. I, I really appreciate that you made that call. I really appreciate yep. that you did, man. That's what's up. Take care, man. That's what's up. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, you guys. Have you heard Tony? Have you heard what he said? Yeah. When I was having... I mentioned this friend I was talking to earlier. And... um the guy in market research and, and, and we're talking about relevance and how do you stay relevant in this time when you know tradi- what how you traditionally did your work doesn't count anymore at least doesn't count for today it doesn't count for tomorrow if we are still under this uh, COVID-19 uh, space and we, we agreed that we all have something in our hands we all have something that is valuable useful for somebody else whether it's a skill whether it's a like Tony has said, you have your mind, you have time, and you have space. So, it's just like how, you know, Moses at the burning bush was asked, what is that that you have in your hand? And it had always been a staff to lead his ship. But it turned out to be the tool, that same staff, that got the Israelites out of Egypt. So during this time, ask you what's that you've got in your hand are you willing to use it God bless you, keep safe wash your hands, maintain social distance it's gonna be okay